Welcome to the Mindfuckery podcast, which is featured in Feedspot's top 10 of emotional abuse podcasts. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and in here, we explore the areas where others fear to tread. I'm the founder of The Divorce Sanctuary and Wound Talking. I'm also author of Finding Lily, The A to Z of Emotional Abuse and Divorce Matters. I've been a woundologist for over 20 years, working with past life wounds, clearing ancestral trauma and working with this life wounding. It's through my own personal journey I know how much this hurts and how confusing life becomes. So many questions, no real answers. I'm on a mission to educate as many people as I can on the effects of trauma on our lives and our children's lives, healing those wounds and healing the wounds of our mothers and our fathers. It stops here, it stops now and it stops with us. So welcome along for the journey of a lifetime. Hello, and you are very, very welcome. I am just putting the final touches on the course that I'm running um, with regards to wound talking and honest conversations. I'm going to put a link below and I will change that link in a couple of days time once I've got the exact date and timing sorted. I spoke about this last week. I want to share with you some of the crucial things that will help you heal from this relationship. One of those is talking to your wounds, uh, reprogramming your brain and challenging some of the thoughts, not just from this relationship, but from other relationships. So I did say last week at the end that I would have the date sorted out. I didn't actually get that far and I promise it will be a couple of days. I'll put the link that is on last week's video. So if you are interested, it's not a commitment, register your interest and as soon as I've got the details, you'll receive an email with all of the details on there and you can then say, do you know what, it's not for me or yes, I so need this. So this week I wanted to talk about flying monkeys. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's a flying monkey. I want to talk about the trust uh, coming out of these relationships and things that you can put in place. Also cover who flying monkeys are because you come out of these relationships wondering who you can trust and you're surrounded by so many different people you don't know who is trustworthy you don't know what roles people are playing and it's so hard and you'll every element every fiber of your being every nerve ending is on high alert and you're surrounded by these people that you thought were friends you don't know are they friends aren't they friends and they're the entourage the flying monkey is the entourage they are the abusers accomplices they enable they're an extension of the emotional abuser and the term that flying monkey actually comes from the film The Wizard of Oz and they were little brainwashed minions that were used by the wicked witch of the west to go off and do whatever it was that she wanted at her bidding and the same can be done of people that you consider friends they might be people that on social media are following you they're watching what you're doing. They might be doing a, some sort of damage control exercise just to make sure that the abuser is protected and that is their role. 
their role is as a protector. They are enablers. They enable the abuser to continue. They're the ones that pick up the messes after them. As I said, they might be party to spying on you. They might follow you around. They might be involved in smear campaigns. One thing I would suggest is securing all of your accounts, changing your password straight away. And if you can use it like a two-step verification, if you've been sharing data, if you've been sharing laptops or phones or anything like that, it just goes straight in and change all those details. So if someone is trying to access your accounts, you will get a notification. Honestly, believe me, it's worth it for peace of mind to do that. You don't know who's watching you. You don't know who's got access to anything. And it's very easy to have things manipulated. So as I said, you come out of these relationships and every fiber of your being is questioning who you can trust. Trust is a huge thing. And you might be looking over your shoulder. You might be struggling with being on high alert. Anything that moves is making a jump, a leaf, a shadow. I just remember being on alert all of the time. I might see something move in the background and jumping. And it doesn't matter whether you were the one that ended the relationship or whether you were discarded. You still can have these emotions and feel this way and you can still be surrounded by the flying monkeys. You were the centre of this person's world and all of a sudden it's over. There's voices in your head and you don't know who or what you can trust. Ideally, if you're not run by your wounds, the best thing you can do is remove yourself from social media and go and bury yourself somewhere safe that you can heal. And it's not always ideal to remove yourself, but it is a lonely place. And it might be that because of the confusion of what's happened, that you're trying to understand exactly what's going on. But these emotions still happen you've still got these wounds and the damage, even if you leave that relationship. I'm going to focus on it, taking you down that route. It doesn't discount you walking away. Believe me, I've been in both situations. And because I walked away, I thought I was okay. I didn't realise how deeply these wounds ran and um, I was able to heal quite a lot of them or so I thought until I was triggered again ended up in a similar relationship and that one I didn't walk away with my head held high let's put it that way and I made so many mistakes and from those mistakes if I can help you get out quicker if I can help you or stop you doing something that I totally regret doing now I want to share as much as I can. So you've come out of this relationship and you've been discarded. Just change the narrative if that isn't your story. The emotions will still be very, very similar. They're still bubbling away at a lower level. There's confusion as to what's going on. You're starting to perhaps understand maybe who they were, that it wasn't healthy. But there's still these attachment wounds that are going on. You've got people that might not be friends, but are wearing that mask. And I want you to think of a game of chess. I want you to think of 
all of the chess pieces on the board because anybody can be a flying monkey. A flying monkey is a different value chess piece to you. You played the role of queen and it doesn't matter whether you're male or female, your role was queen and their role was king, ultimate leader of that board. They're in charge of their team, of their rooks, of their bishops, of their pawns, of their knights. They're in charge of that team but they're very limited on their moves so they need other people around them to do their work looking at the pieces on the board and their values they will pick the higher values and work down their children in my opinion always the pawns it doesn't matter they have no value that or zero i think pawns are one they will be used and abused and discarded in the same way and they'll go through that same cycle of abuse that you have and i think if anything you can take away from this is that everybody in their life has and will be treated in exactly the same way. They are bonded to this person for whatever reason. They have this relationship with them in a very similar way to yours. And they have very similar fears, that fear of abandonment, a fear of being betrayed by the emotional abuser. So the flying monkey gets its name from the film The Wizard of Oz. They're the flying monkeys that the Wicked Witch of the West sent out to do all her dirty deeds. And that is exactly what their entourage is. They are enablers. They go off and they are the person, they are walking on eggshells, much like you did in the relationship. They have a very similar role to you and behave in a very similar way. They enable the bad behavior. They clear up the messes. They believe they're actually helping, but all they're doing and all their behavior is doing is telling the abuser that what they've done is okay. They are the support system. They support this toxic or emotionally abusive person. They defend them. They might not agree with everything that the abuser is doing, but they put up with the behavior in the same way or a similar way to the way that you did. It might be that they're sitting in the background waiting to step into your role. It might be that they're waiting to take the number one spot to step in as queen into this game of chess that they're playing. And that can be male or female. They are living on a promise of recognition. They get something. This is like the relationship that you had. There's an exchange of energies there. They also get something from the abuser. And it's really hard. You've had your trust in what was going on. Your fake future's been destroyed. You created this life or you thought you were working towards this life. That's now gone. Everything you did is like that proverbial slot machine. You stand at the slot machine and you've pumped in everything. You've pumped in perhaps your life savings, all of your energy. You've dropped boundaries. You've changed your life to support this person. They've taken what they believe that you want to be as a character. They played that role. They've put on this mask and played a role. They've taken everything and listened to you so you feel validated, you feel seen and heard and they've taken all of that information. They've then taken what you want and what your vision of the future is and they've sprinkled that into what they want. They've surrounded you with people that are close to them. They may have triangulated you. They may have played you off against people. They keep them just close enough to create that jealousy but 
also far enough apart so that you can't talk or compare notes. And what can happen in these situations where you've been discarded, and as I said, it can be the other way around, the confusion, the cognitive dissonance, as things are emerging, you get no closure, you don't really understand what was going on, why you've been treated this way. As you start to unpick and you start to realise what's been going on, your mind can get really confused because what you've been told was a lie, you're now discovering is the truth, and what you believe was the truth you're now discovering was a lie and that is just like a huge mind fuck it can turn you crazy crazier than crazy cray cray crazy and you can do things completely out of character is it like seeing red you know when when you you're completely blind to any rationality you lose where you are you lose who you are and you're living from a place of fear and a place of survival so your brain has been turned off now you'll go into survival mode and you can do some odd out of character things risky things and you are surrounded by people that you might not be able to trust and that's why I say you know if there's a possibility that you can go to ground while you sort this cognitive dissonance out while everything that is completely turned upside down this is like Alice falling through the roots of the tree and she's falling down and down and she's flipping over and her dress acts like a parachute one minute and she catches it and she flips upside down the next minute and she lands at the bottom and she finds that she's too big to get through the door so she finds a drink that shrinks her down and she realizes that the key to the door is on the table but she's now too small to it's honestly it feels like you're in that story you get to a certain point and it's like oh no the key's on the table now I've got to work out how to get up because I'm tiny. How I've got to get back up onto that huge table and find that key to get through this small doorway. And find something else and it explodes and makes you huge. And you're like, oh no, now I've got to get back. And it's like that all the time, lurching from one situation to the next situation. And because of everything that's going on, you can do and say and behave in ways that are completely out of character and that is fuel and supply they take this information back look master look what i've bought you giving you this information and they get a pat on the head and they're given the supply they're seen and validated in the way that they need to be seen and validated and that is the role. There are other ones. Children can be um, can be used as flying monkeys. Again, these people might not know what is going on. They might not understand the role that they're playing. Children can be questioned, you know, where you are, what you're doing, who's coming into the house, all of these things, because they can do it in a way that I'm looking out for you. I want to um, I want to look out and make sure that your needs are being met. Of course, yeah, of course. Let me tell you all this information. So they can be friends. They can be family. They can be people that you work with. They can be acquaintances. They can be friends of friends. The abuser plays the victim. Oh my gosh, this is what happened to me. Let me help you. I, they won't know that I'm looking at the social media. You can't go on there. They'll see that you're on that social media. These are the conversations. I'm not saying it's word for word. Let me go and have a look and I can find out and make sure that you're protected. Of course, we need to make sure that 
this isn't being said and that isn't happening. It's so easy for people when they think they're helping someone else and they're protecting someone else to get involved in that role. So they might not realise that they are actually playing the role of a flying monkey. And certainly it's so hard when you come out of these relationships, your trust is being smashed with a huge sledgehammer and you don't know who you can trust and who you can't trust. It doesn't mean that you can't trust everyone, but it also doesn't mean that you can. So it's about being aware and understanding that not everybody is looking out for you. Look at if you're on social media in particular, because that seems to be, you know, everybody will go to social media to look people up and see if they can find them, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or Twitter or Pinterest or Snapchat or and whatever it is that you're on. Start looking at locking everything down, your laptops, if you were sharing things, change all your passwords on your email and then start looking at the people you're in contact with. And you can set things up on Facebook is an easy one I'm, I'm to, for me to describe. I'm not sure about some of the others, but if you use this as an example and see whether it's something that can be replicated in Facebook, you've got the ability to show people various different audiences. So it might be that you can, everybody can see your profile and what you post. Go in to the pages, the things that you like, the places that you've been, your photos and things like that. Because if someone's going to stalk you on a level, they're going to look at everything. So lock it all down lock and make sure that all your friends that nobody can see and has access to your list of friends because it can be done where somebody reaches out and says I'm really concerned I'm really concerned about so and so I'm really concerned about Jane I'm really concerned about Naomi I'm really concerned about insert your name and I just want to make sure they're okay. And they can go through the list of friends and say, have you heard? Has she said anything? And just want to make sure that everything is okay. Now, if you've been posting on social media saying, oh my God, this is awful. This has happened, blah, blah, blah. They might say, oh no, yeah, I did see something. I'm not 100% sure what's going on. Or they might be really close friends. And say, yeah, I'm really concerned about her. And they're doing it to protect you. They're thinking they're helping. And this is how people get sucked in. It's a bit like hoovering. People want to help people and they might not realise they're being manipulated. And as I said, the flying monkeys might not realise they're being manipulated. And if people have got access to lists of friends, your friends might not realise that you're being manipulated. Nobody will know what you've been through because that's a unique experience to you. And only a person who's been through an emotionally abusive relationship will have an understanding of what you've been through. Not their story, but it will be something similar. They'll have a different version of it. We're all affected. It's, you know, the, the straw that broke the camel's back is heavier for some people than it is for others. That final crunch, the thing that gave way, the thing that tipped you over the edge, it's going to be different for everybody. But there's something about these relationships 
that are very similar. And if nobody in your friendship group has experienced this type of abuse, they will think they're trying to help you. They might not know how to help you and it might scare them what they're seeing and they might back away. And if somebody approaches them saying, I'm really concerned, I just want to check, they might think, oh yeah, me too. And it's a way of downloading and offloading and say, yeah, I'm really concerned. So lock your friends down. There's another tool in Facebook and I'm assuming you can do it with other social media is that you can restrict who who can see your stuff. So you can set lists where people don't see your information. They don't see your posts. So you could have your ex's entourage. You could just even call it that and then start putting people in there that you're not sure. But there will be people in their entourage that don't like them. There will be people that have seen through who they are. There will be people who've seen those glimpses and thought, or I I don't get a good vibe off that person. So it's about understanding and understanding the role that a flying monkey has. And as I said, if the ideal place is to just get off social media for a moment while you sort yourself out, because once you've worked out who you can trust and who you can't trust, it makes it so much easier. Don't allow them to manipulate and gaslight you or even triangulate you because the flying monkey might do that. Again, they might do it because they are higher up on their narcissistic scale. They get supply from the abuser. Um, They might do it because it ticks a few boxes for them in their pursuit. Maybe they're jealous of you. And I remember I was going off to do aerial yoga one Sunday morning and I was supposed to be working and I'd taken the morning off to go and do this. I've been wanting to do it for ages and I got up, so I was potting around. I didn't have to be up particularly early. I was getting myself ready, flicking through social media and I saw that somebody had liked a photo and this person was very close to my estranged husband would have been at the time. We weren't divorced. And I thought, oh my gosh, we're like two years separated. I wasn't in contact with this person. We had never spoken since the separation. And all of a sudden I get a notification on social media. And it was that morning, Sunday morning. And I thought, do you know what, that's it. And I went through and I systematically blocked all these people. But I went down that stubborn route of, I have nothing to hide. I've got, I've done nothing wrong. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Build a team around you. You might feel so very lonely because these emotions that are going on, everything that's happening within your body, again, doesn't matter whether you've been discarded or whether you've walked out of the relationship, you still go through these moments of doubt. Have I done the right thing? These emotions are overwhelming. The flying monkeys can carry out that gaslighting. So it's really important to write out and have your story what happened have that written down somewhere so when they try to distort it or if they try to distort it they might not you can go back well that didn't happen whatever it is that you think whatever version you've been told that didn't happen so you're not doubting yourself because gaslighting has you doubting if it was abuse in the first place don't be afraid if you're not 100% sure who these people are, in pausing them on social media or putting them in this group where they can't see anything. They can't see anything. They've got nothing to go back to. And if they've got no access to your friends or to be in contact with your friends, then you have no idea what's going on outside 
your little bubble and as I said people might think that they're helping you and they concerned about you they might reach out to the wrong people and pass over information that could be detrimental now I just want to go back to this game of chess so in a game of chess there are 16 pieces whether that's white or brown or black or tan whatever it is that it is made from there are 16 pieces in one set there's one king who's in my eyes is the emotional abuser there's one queen and in my eyes that is your role you are the queen whether you're male or female you are the queen there are two rooks two bishops two knights and eight pawns so take two away there are 14 people surrounding the emotional abuser they have their inner circle and their outer circle the eight pawns will be part of their outer circle they might be the partners of the rooks the bishops and the knights and maybe a couple of children thrown in there after the queen comes the rook that's the next highest point that could be the best friend it could be a couple of best friends out of the next level down or around in that circle is the bishop and the knight these might be people that they work with they might be people that they socialize with or go out with but they're not the inner circle the rook could be one or two people that they're dating and might be fighting for the role of queen ready to step in into your shoes and it feels like that when you come out of that relationship you're watching the abuser move into their life as if nothing has happened they're not experiencing pain and there are people ready and waiting to step into your shoes and that could be part of the game as well knowing that you're watching and waiting and this is why that no contact this is why that grey rock makes it easier for you to start healing and we want to get to a place where we've healed our wounds we've divorced emotionally there's no response whatsoever is every time you respond you're saying you're sending out a signal saying i'm still in pain you've still got control over me you're still able to hurt me and the pawn would be this will be their children and they might bring those children in and out um, from time to time as they maybe have more value they might have more value at holidays and birthdays and events where they can show them off and then once they're done with them they go back to living in that outer circle again they have no emotional connection they don't know how to connect emotionally not just to you to their children to everybody around them they have this ability to see and hear people or it looks like that's what they're doing the pawns will be things like the attention they get at the hairdressers the attention they get in the supermarket the attention they get on the train they might be people that they meet at the coffee machine or the person they meet at the water fountain and the other ones will just be surrounding friends of friends or might be people at work that give them a bit of attention or who listen to their story soothe their ego oh they're there that's awful so a flying monkey could be anybody we just don't know who they are not everybody that we think is a flying monkey is a flying monkey and this is why it's so important to protect yourself 
while you work this one out, while you listen to your body and how it feels, listen to the questions. And somebody who's trying to change your mind about something, trying to gaslight you about what actually happened, probably isn't healthy or it it isn't healthy to have them in your life. It might be that you go outside of your circle and find a group that you can trust, that you can talk to people about in things in there that perhaps when you're not sure who you can trust at the time. So you're finding a group of people that aren't connected emotionally to you. So the phrase is coined by or was coined by the Wizard of Oz. That's where it comes from. The flying monkey were her little minions, the wicked witch of the West. She sent them off to do her bidding, to do all the nasty work, to go and get all the information and bring it back. And that's exactly what the entourage does that surround the emotional abuser. And you were part of that entourage. So you know some of the people that are in there. They'll be doing it through what it gets them might be that somebody wants to step in your shoes they think that you had this amazing relationship and they want that little do they know it really wasn't that amazing and you were fighting for your life you were gasping for air most of the time once that honeymoon period was over once they started spinning you around on that wheel the cycle of abuse taking you through and confusing you and getting you dizzy and taking you round and round and round and as you were coming out going no enough they go oh no I love bomb you again sit and write your story it's one of the most important things you can do change all your passwords on absolutely everything to make sure that nobody has access find a group that will help you come and join us over on facebook in the group that i run that will help you support you maybe put people that you're not sure about at the moment in a little group that they can only see certain things not everything that's going on there is one that says only me and i started using that right at the very beginning when i was doing this ah i was getting angry and frustrated and all of this stuff was going on and then i'd put only me and a year later it would pop up i think i've deleted them all now i haven't seen any for ages but they'd pop up a year later or a couple of years later and go oh my god i remember that i was in such a bad place i couldn't see i couldn't think i couldn't feel but i was in so much pain so you can use it in different ways I hope this has been helpful. As I said, I'll put the links to the course that I'm going to be running later on this month. And I better get on with that because it's the 10th today. And as always, I'm sending you loads and loads and loads of love.